the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. I'm back in a comfortable position. Got my producer back. She's no longer, well, she's still on jury duty. I'm not allowed to talk about her case. It's a murder case in San Francisco. The guy's guilty. But I'm not allowed to talk about it. Anyway, um, what am I doing here? I'm glad she's back. It's good to have that comfortable zone when you do a radio show. Uh, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. With her being back, that means we're back to business as usual, i.e. the blog. Which is kind of funny because Joe Cannon emailed me two days ago and he said, what's up? Why no blog? And I'm like, I don't blog. And I forgot. It's it's that, that group blog. So it's the group blog at talk910.com, talk910.com. This is an interactive show and I think it works best when you call. We could talk about anything, typically money-related. That's where I'm going to do my best. Talking about the economy, talking about the stock market, talking about buy-on-dips. What does buy-on-dip mean? And when I talk dip, I'm not talking chips and salsa. I'm talking when the stock market pulls back 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%. That's dip. And my advice is to continue to buy-on-dips at this point in time. I think the rally still has some more legs. We could talk anything you want to talk about. Luxury retail. We could talk about chiropractors. Are chiropractors really doctors? I think not. I tend to think that chiropractors are typically for high school educated people that don't really believe in medicine or don't have good health insurance. So it's kind of like that, I'm going to do this even though I shouldn't do this kind of mentality. Having someone push your spine around, it just makes no sense. I think they're more physical therapists than anything else. So adjustments, they can't hold. Your muscles are going to pull the adjustment right back. You got to change your muscles. That's why I think you have to go physical therapy. So anyway, I've got a friend who goes to a chiropractor and uh, me and the loved one last night were talking about basically how it's kind of white trash. I know. I just, every chiropractor just turned me off. Okay. So I'm losing audience, but that's okay. Do you agree with me? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. I'm going to do something big today. I'm going to buy a droid phone. Ta-da! Made by Motorola. Because it's on the Verizon network. I can't stand the AT&T network. Another kind of, and Sprint, that's, again, another sign that you're white trash. You might be white trash if you bought a condo thinking it's going to go up. You might be white trash if you think a chiropractor is really helping you. You might be white trash if you bought a townhouse thinking it was an investment. Okay, okay. Again, keep in mind that that doesn't really hold true in the Bay Area. My boss lives in a condo. My radio boss lives in a condo. Nice. Totally get it. It's San Francisco. 
There's beautiful men and beautiful women with high-paying jobs here. This is the one area where you can say a townhouse or condo makes a little bit of sense. It does. I can make that argument. But when you're in Iowa, when you're in Louisiana, when you're in Alabama, townhouses and condos, when you're in Sacramento, are white trash. It's just that simple. So I got some sort of business. I got some business stories for you today. New homes. Construction new homes. I got CBS Media and the Super Bowl. I got Palm Reviews. I got Google. I got I got the real deal today. I got the Senate putting off the climate bill. And what does that mean? There's an investment angle there. You betcha. You betcha. The refiners suddenly look a little bit better. Because if we're going to have climate control, if we're going to fix our dirty environment, one of the things we've got to stop is the people who pollute it. And that, that hurts the refiners. So suddenly today with uh, Congress saying, eh, let's put off on this climate bill a little bit. Obama's agenda is going down the toilet, ladies and gentlemen. It is not sticking. He has got nothing accomplished. Well, okay, he did spend a trillion dollars on reviving the economy, which some people are not very happy about. I look around and I go, that wasn't a trillion dollars really well spent, was it? Doesn't have much stickiness to it. Okay, so... Today, and I, I need your feedback. If you think I'm wrong on the whole chiropractor thing, tell me. If you think I'm right on the whole chiropractor thing, tell me. If condos and townhouses make total sense to you and you want to rebuke me, that's fine. It's an interactive two-way show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. I make mistakes. I know that. I can admit that. I'm a big boy. Unlike Ron Owens, who has always got to be right and always has to be middle of the road. Bless him. Jesus has touched him and shined a happy light on him. I'm not that person. I'm flawed. I will tell you this. Transcendental meditation helps the heart. There's, there's, there's now studies on if you meditate, you could actually lower your stress and you could actually increase the health of your heart. Interesting, right? We'll talk about that a little bit later. Now, today, People Magazine came out with probably the most important news story of the year. Is it a Britney Spears comeback? No, 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 no. Bigger. Bigger. Is it a three-picture deal for Mel Gibson? Nah. Bigger, 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 bigger. Think bigger. Think bigger. People Magazine came out with the Sexiest Man Alive Award. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. And once again, I came in second. Who wins, you may ask, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp joins Brad Pitt and George Clooney as the only two-time winners of the much-debated title. Now, I'm going to show you how much things change. When I read you some of the past winners, you're going to go, no way. No way. Depp, he also won in 2003. He breaks the mold, winning despite his keeping a very low profile. The dude lives in France. He bangs one of the most beautiful women on the planet. We never see him. Should I not have said that? Internal editor, off. He knocks boots with one of the sexiest women on the planet. Is that better? Boot knocking. Okay, so Hugh Jackman won last year. And I think Hugh Jackman, nah. He's a little bit on the funny, fruity side, in my opinion. It's just too pretty. It's just too pretty. Okay, so Matt Damon won in 2007. Clooney in 2006. I get all of those. 2005 was pot smoking Matthew McConaughey. 2004 was Jude Law, who, a lot like Hugh Jackman, kind of feminine looking. Now, Ben Affleck won in 2002. That makes no sense. Right there. 
It makes no sense. This whole list is whack. But wait, wait. It gets worse. 1998 Harrison Ford. That makes no sense at all. He's a raisin. The man is a raisin. Okay, I get it in 86. I get it. But no, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not selling me on this one. Who won in 1992? This one's fantastic. You're going to say there's no chance on the planet. Rob, you're lying to me. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte won in 1992? I don't know about that. That's all I got. That's all I got. Anyway, uh, let's move forward with content. Transcendental meditation has been around for many, many years. Something I practice. American Heart Association's annual meeting says that heart disease patients who practice transcendental meditation almost 50% lower rates of heart attack, strokes, and death. That's an amazing number. That's an amazing number. The study was funded with a $3.8 million grant from the federal government. That, too, is an amazing number. Our government has that kind of money to throw around. But the study followed African-American men and women over nine years. Participants were randomly assigned to practice the stress relieving transcendental uh, transcendental, uh, meditation technique or to attend traditional health education classes on heart disease prevention. Now, this is almost like a pill. When you lower the rates of heart attack by 50% just by practicing transcendental meditation, that's pretty big. I'm sure the the heart pill companies, the Mercs and the Pfizers of the world, don't want that uh, study released. I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I guess it's... uh, maybe in wacky thinking that they want to smush and crush the competition, so to speak, especially when it's free, 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 free. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. And the big business story of the day, it has to be home construction. Now get this. Instantly tell me, just yell at the radio if you think this is a good news for the economy or bad news for the economy. Okay. Construction of new homes drops a surprising 10.6% in October. That's 30.7% down from the same month last year. Analysts had recently forecast a 1.7% rise in housing starts. So we thought housing starts were going to rise 1.7%. They're down 10.6%. That's a pretty alarming rate, right? The unexpected drop comes as a deadline for the initial November 30th expiration of a popular $8,000 tax credit approached. Congress this month extended the credit through April and expanded it to include move-up buyers. The number of new building permits also fell in October by 4%. Now, new building permits is kind of interesting. That's construction that's going to happen six months from now. Because once, you know, getting a permit, it kind of, you, then you order the wood and you put together the foreman and you get the nails ready and you start the project. So that's future activity. Now, okay. For you, good news or bad news? I'm not the only person I could look at right now because no one's calling. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. 800-345-5639. I've, I've thrown out controversial topic after topic. Are chiropractors good or bad? Nick Nolte in 1992, sexiest man alive, according to People Magazine, makes no sense. Don't you, don't you have to call in and agree? Is this thing on? Anyway, um, Heidi... Construction of new homes drops a surprising 10.6% in October. Good news or bad news? It's actually good news if you have a home. So ultimately, if we have fewer homes being made, there's less inventory. There's less supply. Supply and demand. Now, it's bad news if you have a butt crack and you swing a hammer for a living, i.e. if you're in construction because construction jobs aren't there. But if you own a home, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing for the economy because it could stabilize housing prices. 
That's what that's all about. Anyway, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Steve on 880. Steve? How you doing? Good. I uh, first want to tell you I absolutely love your show. Favorite of all talk radio shows that I listen to. That's surprisingly nice of you to say. (laughs) Secondly, um, I can't disagree with you more about chiropractors. Really? And And I say this as someone who has a degree in genetics, who was studying to be a orthopedic surgeon, and when came in contact with chiropractics, completely changed my view of medicine. Do you use a chiropractor? Yes. I haven't gone in two years simply because I haven't needed to, yeah. but occasionally my back will go out or um, my neck, and I'll go see a chiropractor. Sometimes it takes two, three visits. Sometimes it's one visit. But I can give you an example. I wrestled in college, okay, and I hurt my shoulder while I was rehabbing my knee, and I'll see an orthopedist. I went to the orthopedist, had him look at my shoulder. He gave me a prognosis and said, you need to just... You need to rest it for three, four weeks. Um, go tell the physical therapist, because I was going through physical therapy for my knee, and they'll give you some exercises for it. Okay. Three, four weeks went by, absolutely no improvement. Okay. Um, one day while I was at the chiropractor, a couple week, about a week or two later, um, I was getting my back adjusted, and I asked her, I said, hey, can you look at my shoulder? Did the exact same test that the orthopedist did gave the same prognosis as the orthopedist, and then proceeded to have me put my arm on his shoulder. It was a male I was seeing at the time, male chiropractor, and essentially popped my shoulder. Instantaneously, it felt better. He said no physical activity for a week, and then, um, you know, proceed slowly uh, with the weights that you're continuing to doing. In a month, I was up to 100% um, strength. Couldn't that be a coincidence? It can be, but what I had was, they call it creep in the AC joint, the acromyocovicular joint. Yeah. And what happened was, is the physical therapy wasn't pulling it, wasn't putting it back into place. Now, your muscles, when you made the comment that your muscles will pull it back out of place, your muscles actually want to pull it back into place, and they call that muscle memory. And so, well, for, times, well yeah, but for some people, like with bad posture, their, their muscle memory is all wrong. And it takes it takes uh, um, an effort on both parts, both by the doctor and the okay. patient, to make it correct. Now, to me, it's to does, me it's more physical therapy to get the muscles to where you want the bones to go. Sometimes it's a combination yeah, of both because okay. they won't want to. I mean, they're trying, but it's it's been bad for so long. It just it's a highway degree, and that bothers me. It's not a degree from the UCLA. Uh, no, that's correct. So, but and that's in, that's what bothers me. There's a bit of quackery there in my mind. A bit, like a bit. Other, you got to admit, other, a bit. Absolutely. Okay, absolutely. okay. That's all. That's all I wanted, Steve. Thanks for the call. I got to run. Got to hit the 15 minute break. It's 17 after. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black Show. Talk 910.com. 910 AM. More stimulating talk. You're listening to Rob Black. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three 
800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Trump. Big story on Trump today. Donald Trump, whose name is synonymous with Atlantic City Gambling. He will not get control of his casinos back in uh, Atlantic City. He and his daughter Ivanka had reached a settlement with a group of creditors. They're battling for control of Trump Entertainment Resorts, which filed for bankruptcy in February. What do I have to say about Trump? A lot of people think that he's a smart man. A lot of people think that he's a great businessman. He honestly could be the worst businessman of all time. He's that bad. His advice is that bad and that wrong. And the skirts that he had with bankruptcy tell you that. And yet as a society, we still say, oh, he must know something. No, no, no. He knows good TV, but he doesn't know good business. Let's get a phone call. Let's get a sound. Bruno Josette. Hi, Rob. Hi. I have a question about a variable annuity. Yes. My dad had a variable annuity with Vanguard, and it was invested in the money market option. He passed away in December of 2007. Mm-hmm. He had placed this within his trust, which I understand was probably not the best idea. My mom inherited it, and she was told she has to take the money out within five years of his death. She hasn't touched it yet. She got a letter recently from Vanguard saying that um, it's about to go negative because of the expenses, and they recommend putting it in either or the total bond market index option or the short-term investment-grade bond option. This money is about 4% of her total estate, including her home. So what do you think? Um, both of those choices are very safe and conservative choices that aren't going to yield, you know, high results. Right, but she has to take the money out in three years. Yeah, that's that's appropriate. Okay, do you have um, any suggestions about a mixture of half one, half the other? or Both are very conservative investment choices. Um, I don't think one's better than the other. I think they're both very low rate returns, very secured, you know, one to two percent type of returns. Yeah, she's 82, and she's very conservative. Okay. Yeah, if you want to split, you can split, but I, I don't see one as more attractive or less attractive than the other. Okay, but do you, re- you recommend moving it from the money market? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So money market's going to get you zippy. Um, yeah. So thanks for the call. It's interesting. I thought it was going to be a more generic call on variable annuities. Um, I basically gave you the the answer to someone who already has it and can't get out of it. Variable annuities are sold more aggressively than fake Gucci handbags in New York. They're awful, 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 awful product. Um, they're sold aggressively because you can get a 5-10% commission. So popularity is not an indicator of practicality. Truth is, annuities only make sense for a teeny, tiny, tiny fraction of the population. The rest of us should be buying plain old mutual funds. Basics on a variable annuity is it's a tax-deferred investment vehicle that comes with an insurance contract. And that insurance contract and the investment, you have to pay for the investment and you have to pay for the insurance contract. The death benefit, these things have fees, fees, and more fees. Typical variable annuity has what's called a sub-account to it. And typically that's going to charge you about 2.44% per year. That's crazy. That's crazy. You pay fees on an ongoing basis in them. The death penalty, I'm sorry, not the death penalty, the death benefit is typically triggered only on 1% of all policies. So the insurance is crap. It's crap. Surrender fees are high. There's an early withdrawal penalty. Taxes, they, they're they not tax efficient. They're lousy tax efficiency. So 
you know, the tax rate could be as high as 35% on them. Whereas, you know, typical capital gains is, you know, right now 15%. They're, they're lousy investments. Awful, awful, lousy investments. Let's go to Brad and Hayward. Brad? Hey, Ron, how you doing? Did you call me Ron? No, Rob. <laughs> so it's okay, Brad. Okay, so uh, my question is, what, what's your take on the solar sector and specifically uh, Sun Power? Awful. Um, they're currently under investigation due to accounting errors. I guess they, uh, their cost, they, they stated that their cost of goods sold was lower than it actually is. So do you see this, you know, when, when you see this kind of thing, do you just uh, run away or do you see it as a potential bargain? Now I see it 99 times out of 100, I say you're best off selling it today. Accounting irregularities equal sell. I've got 100 little tenants that I keep by my desk, and that's one of them. Um, the one time that you're wrong, you'll make up for it for the 99 times that you're right. I owned Enron, and I owned WorldCom, and I made a bucket of money on WorldCom. And the moment that they said they had accounting irregularities, I sold it at $60 a share. It went to zero. So that, that tells you something. Um, solar power maker is in trouble. Yesterday they got slaughtered on this news that you're talking about. Um, downgraded to neutral. Shares drop. Um, some people think that it looks overdone. Let me give you the positive. And I'm going to tell you what I, again, my thing is counting irregularities equals sell. Because to me, where there's one cockroach, there's typically hundreds. Um, and that's just, I've done this for too long and I don't play games with money. So basically, November 16th, the company issued a press release saying the internal investigation by its audit committee found unsubstantiated accounting entries. So um, the company has overstated cost of goods by roughly a million dollars, and it's understated it by 14 million. So, okay, you can understand that. The firm admits that these events are troubling. The firm notes that these events do not change their long-term forecast on solar demand, uh, which compounds at 20% per year over the next five years. Um, The company makes the most efficient commercially available solar panel. These panels are as much as twice as effective as converting sunlight into electricity compared to its competitors. In a world where space matters, and the firm ultimately is going to argue that it matters everywhere, SunPower uh, is a superior, if not temporarily, move, uh, more expensive product. So mm, let's put it there. Okay, so here's the argument. They've lied to us. That's strike one. They've got a very expensive product compared to their competitors, but they have a better product. So they got the Lamborghini or they got the Porsche of solar power panels. And again, I don't want those big clunky things on my house. I want some small sexy. I want ones that look like windows. I want ones that look like uh, tiles. I don't want those big, ugly. You get the idea. So they've got something going. I would be very, very cautious. Now, here's the way I would play it, Brad. If you own shares and let's say you own 20 companies, this is your dog with fleas. You can have no more of these. You get one in your portfolio. If you get two, you have a kennel, and that's going to basically put you into the poorhouse. If you want to hold on to this with hope, keep in mind that I think hope belongs in two places. Church, I hope that when I die, I go to heaven. And I think it belongs on the football field. I hope the San Francisco 49ers win the Super Bowl. That's the only two places hope belongs. In Wall Street, it's hardcore, cut, run, don't play games when it comes to uh, accounting irregularities. If you wanted to hold on to it, maybe wait for a bounce, maybe wait for the story to resume. I understand that. But you only get one of those in your portfolio. 800-345-56390. She calls in the air. It's 800-345-56390. What's a ninja? A ninja is a person who has no income, no job, or asset. N-I-N-J-A. Cute, right? 
Wall Street's a bunch of jerks. They call people with no income ninjas. It's Rob Black Show at 9, 10 a.m. More Steve Layton talk. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Trying to find some content that makes you go, ooh. I'll come up to it. I'll come up to it. Let's go to a phone call first. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Tim and Cordelia. Hi, Rob. Um, I have about $350,000 spread out amongst, about 61, uh, with that amount of money spread out amongst like, five or six different mutual funds and individual stocks. Yesterday, I went to a financial counselor for the first time in my life, actually. Um, he suggested I cash out about $178,000 of that, put it into a tax-deferred variable annuity offered by Lincoln National Life with a 5% minimum interest rate guaranteed. So if the, if the market's returning 2, I guess I still get 5. If it's returning 10, I get 10. Um, that's not true. I'm sorry? That, that's not true. That's not true. Uh-oh. So I don't understand this, Tim. I just did a whole segment on why variable annuities are bad. I, I heard that a little bit. I heard a little bit of that, yes. But that's basically why I'm calling also. Because I don't know one financial professional uh-huh. who uses variable annuities for themselves. Okay. I think that's a pretty damning statistic. Okay. Now, let me give you, a, again, I'll go over the basics on this. It's... If you do choose a variable annuity because you're super afraid of the market, you're super afraid of it, you're going to get cap limits where you can't get above a certain amount and you don't get the dividends of that that product. So keep that in mind. It is considered the worst estate planning vehicle there is. There's no getting around it. The income tax on annuities um, is high. You pay an income tax on top of it. You don't get the step up in, in cost basis when you die. It's an awful product there. So if you're trying to do it for, like, say, your family, um, it's not a good idea. Switch. If you do use a, a, a variable annuity, only use Vanguard or T. Rowe Price. Uh, Vanguard will charge you less than one half of 1%. This guy basically saw a $5,000 payday yeah. from you. Okay. Just like that, he saw a $5,000 payday. And when you said financial counselor, what does that even mean? Like, well, he, I could actually, be... A, he's actually pretty well known on the radio. Who is he? I won't. I'm sorry. Who is he? Well, I'm not going to name his name. Oh, name his name. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, name his name. But uh, he's he's very well. Oh, is he Pat? Is he is he Vitucci? Well, it's close. Is it, it is Pat Vitucci, isn't it? Well, that's close. <laughs> okay. What? What? Let me tell you about Pat Vitucci. Uh-oh. He pays for radio. Let me tell you about um, who's the other guy? Well, um, the, uh, O'Donnell brothers and. Yeah. Rick Edelman and... No, Edelman's pretty good. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I think Edelman's the best of the, the breed, so to speak. All right. Um, he gives pretty sound advice, and he doesn't sell annuities. Yeah. Um, okay. he, he's a financial planner also. So the bottom line is stay away from it. Oh, my God, yes. Right. And you, right. you got to understand, Tim, you don't want to work with people who are peddling their product on radio. Okay. Well, he, uh, he came on pretty strong to, to sell this product. There's no doubt. There's no doubt because you're a payday and your $5,000 will pay for, what is that, one and a half shows on a station like this. All right. So All right. be very careful. All right. Thanks. So, yep. Uh, it was Pat Fatucci. <laughs> now, again, 
All you got to do is be around, go around the block a little bit to know that some of this product is just crap. It's just crap. And he comes across as your Italian grandfather. I get that. It's well marketed. Ray Lucia, he's great on a lot of levels. Great on a lot of levels. But then to make his cash register ring, he sells you private REITs. Private REITs are crap. They're garbage. They're bad product. They have high commissions, high kickbacks to the guy who sells it. It's... It, you, you can really get me started on this stuff. Now, you can sell these things, and you can say, well, here's the guarantee that you get. Here's the guarantee that you get. You know, a variable annuity is basically a tax-deferred investment vehicle that comes with an insurance product. It's designed to protect you from a loss in capital. Thanks to the insurance wrapper, earnings inside the annuity grow tax-deferred, and the account isn't subject to annual contribution limits like those on other tax-favored vehicles like IRAs. They could be immediate or deferred, but there's fees, 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 fees. They're the most expensive product on Wall Street. Surrender fees. The death benefit only gets triggered 1% of the time. So the insurance that you're buying doesn't even get triggered. If you die in the first year, two years, it's a home run. If you die in years 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, it's a strikeout. It's a game of bait and switch. They show you the Like, for instance, you give, let's say you buy a $100 variable annuity. They'll promise you 5%. They will for 20 years. That's your money. $100, they'll give you $5 a year for 20 years. Sweet, but it's your money. You can give yourself that same guarantee. It's crap product, man. It is crap, 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 crap. Oh, and you know what? I've never been sued. The Pat Vitucci's of this world know that I'm telling the truth, and I can prove it. How's that? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Annuities just flat out poor investments. Let's talk about something happy. Although I'll probably come back to annuities yet again. Um, Super Bowl. CBS is approaching a 90% sellout for its February 7th, 2010 broadcast. Get that. The Super Bowl is going to be on February 7th. Why not just play it in March? The Tiffany Network only has 12 30-second ad spots left out of 62. So they've sold 50. Sales have been surprisingly good for the Super Bowl telecast. Monitoring Super Bowl ads has become an ad industry practice and fun fan favorite. In the last Super Bowl, the economy weighed so heavily on marketers that no automaker put an ad in the game. This year, no American automaker is going to do it. But, but, GM is considering buying one of those last 12 ads. And Hyundai is going to buy it. And guess who else is going to buy it? Motorola. Motorola is banking big. They're banking big on this new droid smartphone that I'm going to go buy today from Verizon Wireless. At this time, we have no comment and no information to share. So says Motorola. But they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it. Foreign automakers, Hyundai Motors. they got a strong presence in the last broadcast. They've already signed up. Bridgestone, GoDaddy. They're going to be there. PepsiCo, Career Builder. Anheuser-Busch. Monster.com. They're all going to be there. Michael and Petaluma. How the chickens doing, Michael? Hey, they're, um, I guess, clucking. Clucking? Yeah, hey, I was thinking about buying an annuity. I'm just kidding. Last segment. <laughs> you know, Michael, I think that's that. That's what I love about coming in and doing radio. You're smart. I love the radio audience. I really do. Okay, well, let's not go that far. Okay. I did buy a Droid, though. Do you like it? I I do. I, the biggest compliment Uh-oh. I can say is that it doesn't bug me. It it acts like it should. 
and and that's that's good. Um, the, the thing I dislike about it, and there's not any way of getting around it, is that you have to touch the screen, and I just hate fingerprints all over it. Hmm. But that's my little quirk. Yeah. But you can read it. Um, you know, when I go to bed, if I want to read something uh, on the internet, you click on it, you can read it. It's not like having a laptop in front of you. Yeah, of course it's not. Readable. Pretty easy to hook up into your email. Yeah, it is. In fact, they uh, did it at the uh, store. I'm not sure how secure the uh, Gmail is, uh, okay. you know, because I'm a little uncomfortable putting everything out there. Yeah. But that's just me. So I don't know. So you don't like fingerprints and you don't like putting stuff out there. You're kind of starting to sound a little anal. Yeah, probably. That's kind of sweet. Um, how's text messaging? Is that is that good? It's fine. Um, I, you know, I'm a pretty big guy, and so I have big, fat fingers, and yeah. so we can relate. Uh, you calling me big? Yeah, no. <laughs> I call myself puffy. <laughs> I think I think you were referring to your fingers as stubby, I think, once. But anyhow, the... Uh, My fingers look like little pork rinds. Okay, so you might have a little bit of problems here. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the keyboard, uh, a little small, but you can get used to it. You just yeah. have to be careful. Well, I got I got fingernails. I don't know why I got fingernails, but uh, I've had the Palm uh, Trio for years and years and years and years. And is it? Yeah. it I don't want to give it my Palm, but it keeps breaking on me. Well, you know, I actually came from the uh, Trio myself, the Palm yeah. Trio. And I waited and waited and waited and thought, okay, well, I'm going to bite the bullet on this phone. In fact, I, I you know, you've got the uh, trade-in with uh, Verizon, so you get a discount. So I waited quite a while, um, almost uh, nine months, for something to come out. And then I finally landed on, okay, the droid's going to be it. So I you know, took a chance and bought it. I, it's got an open platform, mm-hmm. which means that you can do lots of things. Not that I could, because I'm, I'm, I'm more of a hack than you know, a programmer of any sorts. Okay. But what that means is I guess there's going to be more applications coming out. And uh, Have you used applications yet? Uh, I've looked through them, you know, getting back to, you know, kind of being anal, they're, they're toy applications. You know, I, I use the phone for more business stuff, and so I haven't seen anything that's really exciting. Um, but they load pretty easily. I've got one that kills the apps if, if the phone gets overloaded, but I haven't used it yet. Okay. So the screen's nice. The screen, is, uh, screen looks real good. You can zoom in a couple of times if you want to. Yeah, I'm not big um, in zooming. Well, you're going to need to. If you're looking at a web page, okay. it's pretty small unless you've got, you know, like 20-year-old eyes, yeah. and I don't. So uh, you can, you know, double uh, tap on the screen. It'll zoom in. You can zoom in a little bit more if you need to, but usually you can read it. Okay, if you had a palm that was working, would you stay with the old palm that was working, or are you happy with the droid? No, I, I did have a palm that was working, the trio. It was okay. working, and so that's when I decided to make So you're happy that you're ultimately happy you made the yep. switch? Yeah. Okay, and you like, yeah, the Verizon network, you like, have you heard about the Dragon? Uh, no. It's the Google it's phone. Like, it's the Google phone from Google that's coming out this Christmas. Oh, really? It's going to be considered the super Android. Oh, so what did I do, buy too early? I think you did buy a little too early. That's that's the fear. Yeah, but see, that's that's my, uh, that's what I do. I buy stocks a little too early when on the way down I buy them a little early, and yeah. I probably sell them a little too fast. I need yeah. to slow down. You do. You probably do. <laughs> you don't have to be the first enabler, so to speak. Well, somebody's got to test it. <laughs> Darwin's going to get you, buddy. Oh, so. probably. I'll end up in the wood chipper. Darwinian yeah. wood chipper. But you're... I'll be in a pile that's pretty pretty big with a lot of my friends. You're a good call, Mike. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. And say hello right. to those chickens for me. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Got to get a break. When we come back, though, we got Rick on the Bay Bridge. 
Uh, watch that S-curve. It's a cursed bridge. I'm positive it's cursed. We need to get the Scooby-Doo clan of kids out to look at that bridge because every day there's an accident on it. 800-345-5639. You get your calls there. It's Rob Black Show. 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. from June and she goes what are your thoughts on a potential double dip recession well right now I think uh, we're looking at a double dip recession scenario although Obama started talking yesterday and today that he's going to try to do some sort of small business stimulus had we spent that trillions of dollars on small business stimulus we wouldn't have a problem right now in my opinion with that said I think we're looking at a double dip recession unless somehow we stimulate small businesses, tell them to take more risk, tell them to bring people into work. Small business is the blood of our economy. There's no doubt about it in my mind, any way, shape, or form. Um, with that said, stock market isn't the job market. And sometimes in your head, you can get a little bit too smart for yourself. If you want to protect yourself, you would want to go with safer investments like um, a Philip Morris or like a Coca-Cola. You know, stocks that aren't expected to wildly outperform, stocks that pay a large amount of their profits back to you in the form of dividends, Um, stocks that buy back their own companies, companies that buy back their own stocks, if you want it to protect yourself. So that's some basic ideas. Let's go to Rick on the Bay Bridge. Rick. Hi, Rob. I uh, successfully made it through the S-curve. Good man. Um, Good man. Yes, I uh, I heard you talking about uh, private REITs, and I just had a question on um, what is it about them that is is uh, is so negative. I'm only saying that because during this whole carnage that we've seen over the last three four years, they've been by far my <laughs> my best performing asset, and uh, at six percent a year of a constant dividend, it's uh, it's tough to argue with when everything else is down thirty percent. Okay. Um... Go cash it in. Okay. And see if you get your money back. Okay. You're not gonna. So there's a nine there's nine to twelve percent commission that's paid to your broker. Okay. There's individual property asset acquisition fees of up to two point seven five percent. There's property financing fees of up to one percent. There's management fees of up to five percent. There's disposition fees of up to one percent. There's asset management fees of up to one percent per annum plus expenses. The net result is out of $10,000 invested, you probably only got $8,000. Okay. So does that still sound good to you? Uh, well, put it, put it, putting it that way, no. Now, the, the, exit, uh, the, the exit strategy for it, then, and, and this is my ignorance, the exit strategy for the lump sum is, is generally what? It you would be tied towards the book value, of which... Typically, you're going to find that they're not very liquid investments, and sometimes you have to hold on to them. And what's happening in commercial real estate right now? I would stay away from commercial real estate right now with uh, with old money, i.e. anything that's invested in commercial real estate. With commercial real estate that's tied towards health care or tied towards new money, buying properties at cheaper prices, I'd be pretty excited about. Gotcha. So to me, it's, just, it's, it's the fees, and you don't need them. And it's just like Ray Lucia pushes these things hard. So on a million-dollar portfolio, he's going to put $100,000 in, and that's $9,000 in his pocket. 
And you can go out and get publicly traded REITs that pay 6% dividends. So the net asset value of your public, yeah, the net asset value of your publicly traded, yeah, that's gone down this year, but the net asset value of your private REIT, that's gone down too. Okay. Um, then I guess, uh, can you, can you entertain one other question on a different subject? Sure. Sure. Um, I've got, uh, six boys under the age of 11. Wow. And I've got, uh, I fortunately have a, have a good job. I've got 529s set up for four of them right now. Is it wise to set up one for each of the kids? It doesn't really matter as long as you manage it correctly, because the 529 can go to all five of them or it can go to one of them. It doesn't really matter. Okay. So later in life, let's say your your third boy decides that he's going to be a professional hockey player and he's no no college money needed. His 529 that you put under his name could go to child 4, child 5. It can go to child okay. 1 if he goes to grad school. Like it doesn't it's there's not a time as as uh issue there. Okay, appreciate it, Rob. Enjoy listening to you. <sighs> how's how's life with all that those kids, those boys? That must be crazy. Incredible. My wife's the same. Honestly, she's uh, she's uh, she's uh, able to stay at home. She enjoys it, and she loves being a mom, which is uh, which is a blessing to me. Yeah, so. that's that's pretty cool. I appreciate that. Thanks for the call, Rick. So my mom had five boys, and then one little girl. And it was five boys, and then one little girl. I was the fifth boy, so I got screwed because I was the baby. I was the baby. I was the oh no. Along comes a princess. Got a Joan in Ronert Park, Joan. Hi, I was the last one. <laughs> it's kind of nice being the, the baby, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> or was. <laughs> um, I'm calling uh, to find out your idea about Citigroup. Sure. Um, I bought it uh, 10 years ago, uh, and of course, it's fallen down to four, four bucks. Yep. Um, I have a conservative IRA. And this is uh, my uh, city group is just a small portion. Okay. I want to know whether you think I should keep it and wait um, or uh, just get rid of it um, and use the money for something else. I think in 10 years, city group will be much higher than it is today. But in the next 10 months, I don't know. Um, so you think that it will um, see uh, it's such a small portion that I, I can keep it for um, for 10 years and not worry a, a bit about it. See, the, go- the government owns about 30% of the company, and that's got me a little freaked out because uh-huh. we don't know what the government's going to do. We don't know what the conversion rate's going to be. Um, I would prefer for safety that it were in Bank of America or Wells Fargo or a different company that isn't so controlled by the United States government as far as uh, percentage-wise. But with that said, in 10 years, I think it's going to be higher. So if it's part of a balanced portfolio, I'm good with it. As, you know, that's your milk money, I'm I'm not very good with it. Okay. So thanks for the call, Joan. Thank you. I strangely like Joan's voice. It was slightly kooky. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Coming up, more stimulating talk on The Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. Three-star 
retired general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.